welcome to Revive Nations TV. We're excited to have you with us, and if you are here, it is because the Lord has created this day for you to be shifted into a new season of your life. We have been blessed by the magnitude and the depth of the Word of God. This past Sunday, many of us were overwhelmed by what was brought into the light, what was brought into our spirits. As we studied about Paul on the ship, as we became more aware of our soul, as we became more aware of how even the wise men had their senses attacked and drove them away from following Jesus. Even Eve in the garden, at the fall of man, her too, she was attacked by her senses. The enemy is always looking for a way to drive us from temptation to obsession to slavery. And if you are here, it is because you are being set free as you actively hear not just the Word, but the Spirit behind the Word of God. People of God, I know that you have been preparing yourselves from Wednesday to receive the Word of God, and today is that time. Today is that moment, so with great preparation as you've been soaking yourself in prayer, using the principles that we have been instructed in the past. I believe that now we have come to that time to be able to go into that place and hear the Word of God. People of God, help me welcome Prophet Shaiju Matthew. Thank you, Judge. We want to thank God for the grace that is available today. We want to praise Him in advance. We want to take time to thank Him in advance. So wherever you are joining, if you can help me worship the Lord with a big shout of praise and clap your hands to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. We thank God for the grace of God. How are you, man of God? Very well. Thank you, Prophet. Prophet, this past Sunday, you released a word that it's still vibrating in us. You know, and I was thinking about it earlier today, that in the Old Testament, the people of God, there was given a time when they were given manna, food from heaven, and they were allowed to digest it, not just to eat it of one day, but to eat of it again and again. And this word is one such word where we want to go over it and go over it and go over it. There was so much that you released in that word. Mm -hmm. uh, I was listening to it again. There was one line that you said, where you said that when the enemy brings us temptations, he's trying to sell us on a false reality. Mm -hmm. It's not the truth. The truth is what is in the spirit. We need to cling to the spiritual information in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I was meditating on that and just thinking on it, I began to see so many areas where the enemy had me. But I thank God for that word because I know it set me free from many things in my mm. life. Thank God. Yes. Thank God. So I hope the people are ready for today. Um, how we receive the word has to be taught. Mm. And how to receive a word has to be learned. Because two people 
can hear the same word and it can do nothing to one person and it can do everything to the other mm. so how you receive that word is very critical the same word that was transforming lives was also the word that pharisees also were listening wow yet all they could do was find mistakes in it yes so same teaching of the lord jesus lives were being transformed and in the same teaching they found many loopholes to crucify jesus with mm. so how we receive the word the art of receiving the word has to be developed you know when i was meditating on these things last week i was reminded of how you know when we grew up manogo we played with sticks and papers and you know these were our toys and we could not afford the expensive toys that today's generation they have mm-hmm. even my kids i there was an old ipad that we were not using we gave it to them and uh, i notice how they take care of that they don't really valued it the way we valued when we got an ipad you were a fully grown man before you got that device in your hands and if you can remember how you take care of it yeah with so much diligence you keep it in a certain way i notice that you have a case for it yes because you don't want it to accidentally fall and crack. Mm-hmm. But if you ask these kids they don't really care. You know. I saw my little ones using that and just flipping it on the sofa and you know I said I'm done playing now here we go. I called them back I said wait a minute you don't do that. I said because you're doing that because you didn't pay a price for it. Mhm. Yes. It's the same with the word. We don't do due diligence to a word because you didn't pay a price to receive that word. So you are watching this online. Half our audience are in the building and two-thirds of our um, audience are watching from home. Some are watching from a physical church many locations how you receive the word is also a sign of your spiritual maturity mm. it shows that now you not only learn to receive the gift you are a keeper of that gift that is a sign of maturity so in the audience of 100 people you can observe and see who are the people that shows diligence you look at their body language you look at how often they get distracted by anybody walking around you look at how they put their 
distractions away. You look at the way they treat it. Then you know you are dealing with somebody that has the understanding that when the word of God comes to them, the Lord is coming to them. Amen. So the value they give to that word. Now my children may not value an iPad because they don't know the price of it. Mm-hmm. But if I were to give you a paper, maybe I prayed for it and I said, take this. Or a kerchief that Apostle Paul gave. Yes. The way you take care of it would be more careful than how they take care of an iPad. That is maybe a uh, 10,000 times more expensive than that paper. Mm-hmm. Yet, you that has that have understanding to care of that simple paper. So it was not about the difference of the cost, but the fact that now you know the value of where it is coming from. Mm-hmm. If you're only going to take care of it because it is expensive. Some things, you can't put a cost to it. It's invaluable. It's beyond a cost. Mm. If somebody throws a stone at you, you're probably going to discard it. You're not going to keep it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except last week or something, there was a news about a man somewhere in the Asian country <laughs> a small rock an asteroid crashed into his house wow. crashed into his field I believe a poor farmer except now that same rock is just a piece of stone but has made him a 21 million dollar worth man. Wow. (laughs) So, what was the difference? The difference was where this rock came from. Mm. The location of that rock (laughs) changed his life. I was still a rock. There were probably bigger rocks in this field. Mm-hmm. Yet it was the location that mattered. Yes. So sometimes when people come to receive a word, they're probably looking for a deep word or a deep sign. Or what really matters is the location it comes from. Wow. Was it birthed? in the intellect, was it birthed from Wikipedia, was it stolen from somebody else, or does it come from outer space, an unidentified location. Those are what makes something as simple. It is no more simple. It looks simple, but it is no more simple. 
it sounds simple but it is no more simple and there is one such grace so today by the grace of the lord i want to introduce you to such a grace one more time i hope your spirits are ready to pick that up so what i have received i not sure how much i'll be able to share today i'm going to wait and see how what angles the lord will allow me to touch but you can be sure that whether i have shared all of it or not even the little that you get will carry the weight of all of it so let's begin look uh, go to the book of acts one more time chapter 27 maybe we can start with verse 23 today acts acts chapter 27 verse 23 mm. for there stood by me this night mm. the angel of god whose i am and whom i serve wow there was a journey that apostle paul says you should not proceed with the centurion and the captain of the ship decided to ignore it because there was a nice soft wind that was blowing and as they began to proceed into the sea there was another wind an east wind mm. that begins to blow a wind that was not there before begins to come against the ship fearing that this they're going to now hit some rocks or sand on near the island mm. they let the ship loose so that you know the the wind can carry it but the next problem was there was also clouds that covered the sky dark clouds mm. causing all the stars to disappear from the sky for days they were without the the sun in this season apostle paul specifically says that all hope to be saved was lost mm. they lost all hope i don't know if you remember during the 30 days during the month of sowing i taught you about three things that we should never lose mm. three things you should never lose in life i said don't lose balance in life that's the first thing second i said don't lose sight of your destiny mm-hmm. third don't lose your hope in christ 
if you remember for a child of god to have success they need all the three well they cannot have two and lose one mm-hmm. you cannot make it for example in the life of apostle paul his sight of destiny his calling is god has called me to speak the gospel to caesar i i must reach rome mm-hmm. i can't die before that so his clarity of the call of god on his life his clarity that he is called to reach that nation in our case the call to nations not just a nation is what keeps a child of god going irrespective of what is happening that call that call but if satan can steal that thought if satan can successfully make it think ah it's not going to happen oh you were good for nothing oh you have betrayed your master three times now you might as well as go back to fishing if he can take your eyes away from that calling then he wins or maybe in the case of paul he still believes in his assignment so he has not lost his sight of his destiny but yet in in this case he's lost the equilibrium balance 14 days he's saying we lost hope he's saying we he's not saying they lost hope he said we including himself yeah because for an extended season of time close to 2 weeks they've not had any direction whatsoever mm-hmm. so now he starts losing hope in life because he's lost equilibrium wow he's lost the balance of life mm-hmm. let's study that again yes so apostle paul still has hope in christ mm-hmm. he still has a um, sight of his destiny yes but he's lost the equilibrium yes he's mentally exhausted mm-hmm. okay and he's lost all hope to be saved meaning he's now believing that death is what is next yeah okay so you have to understand that's why i said these three things are very critical when i gave you that teaching of that three things i don't know if people paid attention because you can see these three keys in every trouble wow every individual throughout the bible you can study one by one each of for satan to defeat somebody he has to take one of it out hey he in order for you to be destroyed he has to attack either of these three things mm. so when there is an attack coming to you i hope that you have taken notes that you're able to pull the notes and study and look and say which of these three things am i being attacked with mm-hmm. yes see this is how you you come out this is how many believers are not able to 
investigate and see which area am I being attacked. So when you see that your equilibrium is attacked and when you see that the other two are intact, okay, the other two, your remembrance of the other two mm-hmm. is going to become the anchor that will pull you from the one that you're losing out with. Come on. Okay, one more time. Yes. So the memory that he has to reach Rome. Yeah. The surety that Christ is with him becomes the anchor that pulls him out of this mental attack, the attack against his his mind. Mm-hmm. So, child of God, you have to remember this now that when Satan sees that you are a rooted believer. Yeah. Now he will not attack your faith. He will not he knows okay she loves Jesus too much. Mm-hmm. So no point attacking her faith. But let me attack her mental balance. Yeah. Balance of her soul. Let me attack her emotions. Mm-hmm. Let me attack her marriage. Let me attack her mind. Let me attack make him feel unloved. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because he sees that she he is too driven he is very focused mm-hmm. he loves the lord he loves serving jesus so then the attack that i can give him is i attack his emotional level my goodness i attack his mind mm-hmm. you wake up and you feel nobody loves you mm-hmm. you wake up and you feel you're alone here somebody on this side you have purpose on this side you have faith in the lord jesus yet you're feeling lonely on this side my goodness and that's what is happening to paul right now yes he is in a boat full of people a ship full of people and he feels all alone he feels that all hope he said he's is come to a place where hope is being lost mm-hmm. yes okay. why because satan had blinded the sight in the natural yes So when the sight in the natural is lost the senses in the natural is lost okay is not even able to enjoy food anymore mm you will read that in the chapter Paul had to come back to them and force them to eat food yes because they had lost appetite and he had to come and encourage them brothers you have not eaten for a long time and because they were encouraged by Paul senses in the natural came back mm-hmm. you have it? i have a right here prophet yeah. in uh, once again acts uh, chapter 27 verse 33 and while the day was coming on paul besought them all to take meat saying this day is the 14th day that ye have tarried and continued fasting having taken nothing mm. wherefore i pray you take some meat for this is for your health mm. for there shall not an hair fall from the head of any of you. Hmm. So so he's saying let me help you in the realms of the spirit. Hmm. But what you can do is help me in the realms of the natural. Hmm. Amen. Because I can help you in the spirit, but if your natural doesn't have the strength to receive the gift that is being given in the spirit. Yeah. Oof. You see, that is very critical. that people understand sometimes what i'm going to say may not sound spiritual 
but it is. Sometimes maybe what you need to do is not fast. Sometimes what you need to do is to eat and receive strength. Amen. Because you are fasting, 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 you, you, you are very discouraged. Okay. Plus you don't have food. Mm. Now God has released the blessing. Yet your body is so exhausted, dry, so you are not able to receive the goodness of the Lord. Mm. That is why Hannah was crying, weeping and fasting. And the moment Eli said, this time next year, you'll have a baby. She went and broke a fast. She said, I don't need to fast anymore. I know it is done. Things are done in the spirit now. Now I need to prepare my body to receive this baby. Mm -hmm. Yes. If I'm going to continue fast now, my body will not have the capacity to carry this child. Wow. So many people, they, their spiritual is on fire, mm -hmm. but mentally they are exhausted. Physically, they are exhausted. So it is up to you that you take care of all the three, your spirit, your soul, and your body. Wow. That's the teaching that we gave two weeks ago. Yes. Your spirit, soul, and body, it is now up to you to take care of all the three. Mm -hmm. Now here's what I want you to see. Apostle Paul was not a normal believer. He was somebody who has experienced the supernatural. Mm -hmm. He is a man that has been to the third heavens. Mm -hmm. He is somebody that has seen things that cannot be uttered. Somebody of that stature, somebody of that spiritual rank, he himself is confessing now that they had lost all hope. He's saying, we have lost all hope to be saved. It's incredible. So we have to study that. Yes. Somebody who's had so many encounters in the Lord. So his spiritual experiences are far greater than many of ours. Mm -hmm. And yet his soul, not spirit, his soul yes. has come to a place of despair. Mm -hmm. His soul has come to a place where he feels that there is no more help. Wow. Yeah. And the scripture says, that night, an angel of the Lord visited him. Yes. Okay. Now it's critical for us to, to analyze this moment. Mm -hmm. Again, this is something that we covered in the Soul Series. But it's important that you see that what I've taught you the last 30 days is not an isolated incident. Mm -hmm. It's not us creating a theology out of one story. Yes. We can show you over and over again and learn that this is the character and nature of your God. Mm -hmm. This information 
has to make you a very powerful believer. Amen. We talked about how the disciples woke up Jesus mm -hmm. and they were screaming, said, do you not care for us that we perish? Do you not care? That is the cry of the disciples. Do you not care that we perish? And Jesus, until then, what was he doing, man of God? He was sleeping. He was sleeping. And now he was sleeping until that point where they were in the lowest of low, where they said, we have no more hell. Mm -hmm. We are lost. Yes. And they felt like, does he not care mm. that we perish? And then he rose up. Prophet, very quickly, I have it here. Please. Uh, you're quoting from Mark chapter 4 in verse 38. Mm. It says, And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said. So he doesn't rise up until they hit that place where they've lost hope. Yes. Isn't that a strange thing about our God? Should make you wonder, why does he wait till that moment? Yes, it does. And you see that another moment where they they do not they're not able to proceed forward, they're stuck in the middle of the lake. Mm -hmm. He comes to them, seeing that they couldn't go forward anymore. Mm -hmm. You see in the life of Peter, mm -hmm. he's sinking and he 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 pulls them up, but he doesn't stop the storms as soon as the storms start. No. He waits till Peter is now halfway sinking. Yes. What is going on? You need to know your God. Mm. You need to know your God. And I shared that. I hope you have not missed that word. I shared that in the, the Equilibrium series that in order for God to expand that capacity inside you. He has to wait till you f your soul has been spent. Mm. Now your spirit is ready to receive that undiluted information, yes. undiluted help. Yes. So God doesn't interfere all the way when Elijah is under the juniper tree. Mm. He's having his own pity party. God doesn't interfere. Mm. God says, go ahead, finish it. And he says, I'll wait till you come up the mountain and then we'll talk. I'll send you an angel, but I'm not even going to talk to you. I'm going to wait till you get out of your pity park mm. and you come up the mountain. So this is an ongoing theme now. You see the same thing with Apostle Paul. God doesn't come immediately rushing to help him. Mm. Instead, he waits till that soul part of him has come to a place where he is now convinced, people of God. This mighty man of God, this anointed man of God, the man who's reached the third heaven, is now he's convinced that we've lost all hope to be saved. My goodness. When that part of his soul, screaming, shouting, praying, speaking in tongues, some of us are speaking in tongues loud, but it's not the spirit praying. It's the soulish realm crying out. My goodness. And after all the drama, yes, he settles down. Oh, 
in that place of surrender his spiritual eyes are open there i give it to you the rock oh my goodness the 21 million dollar rock just hit through the fields and some of them didn't get it we cannot change god we have to learn to understand his communication the problem we are having today child of god is that we are telling god talk to me in the way i like yeah talk to me when my soul is in panic manifest to me when i demand yes yeah come to me when i command mm-hmm. we are not willing to take time and effort to develop our spiritual senses to understand how he communicates come on yes. to understand when he communicates yes the manner in which he communicates mm-hmm. because if you are able to understand that you know that he does not communicate when your soul is in panic wow if you understand that you can eliminate anxiety mm-hmm. if you understand that you can eliminate that that 14 day period where now you come to a conclusion that all help is lost mm-hmm. that all hope is lost yes okay and that is where christians fail that is why thousands will prefer going to a man of god that can do miracles and prophesy to them than somebody that can show them in the scripture how it is done mm. because they don't they don't like that 14 day period they want somebody to come and do a, a miracle for them and say let's just get to that second part when everything is well mm-hmm. the second part where god manifests the second part where god has come and the magic wand is waved and everything is fixed yeah. we like the second part mm. but it is in that first part that you grow in spiritual stature in that first part is very critical for the lord so now i want you to remember here is a man that has been to the third heavens yes and he he's been there experienced god but even his soul when it was tested there was a season where he felt helpless and god had to wait till his soul settled down so that he can send an angel wow and oh god if you carefully research that you will see it was only the 14th day then an angel appeared mm-hmm. so what was the angel waiting for the angel was waiting for the surrender of his soul the place where he could come where no more 
he's able to move forward mm -hmm. and he thinks it's all done his soul surrenders yes now his spirit can hear you see the soul has become pin drop silent wow soul is no more screaming mm. the soul is no more acting up the soul is no more throwing tantrums mm. the soul has humbled the soul is no more saying god you are not good god how can you leave this to me how mm. how, how? there is a first season of your life when trouble come you are questioning that questioning this why why then why this why that then you come to a place where now your soul has no more strength to fight oh wow the night has been long and the sun begins to rise over you the angel is now ready to touch your hip and change you from jacob to israel mm. because you have survived the night some of us have tried to rush god but we have to let god be god thank you jesus so an angel was sent after that season when his soul completely comes to a surrender an angel is sent to him in that moment now his spirit can hear rest of the men of god they still can't hear no but now the man of god his ears are open he can hear rest of them they're still in their pity party yeah but poor by the 14th day he's ready now to see what others can't see so that is why whom you fellowship with is very critical sometimes you can fellowship with somebody that is in the church and still your spirit gets more dark Yes. You get more lost because that individual didn't have the capacity to lead you. So you shared your heart with somebody that was not assigned by the Lord to lead you. Mm -hmm. So now you are drowning and whatever was on them is now on your spirit. Mm -hmm. Now wow. you're drowning together. Wow. Okay. and you can't blame god for it my goodness can never blame god for it some people can fellowship to the point where now they are even removed from the garden that they are supposed to be in because mm. they couldn't find boundaries in the level of fellowship so now they're going to sink together so when the voices stopped everybody is exhausted now he can hear god's voice better in that moment he sees that angel of the lord and he says i like that verse go ahead read that one more time and of god verse 23 for there stood by me this night the angel of god whose i am and whom i serve two things he said who whose i am yes and whom i serve whom i serve you look at him losing 
his equilibrium the destiny focus is still there mm. now the way he is able to come out of his loss of equilibrium is only by anchoring his hope in christ mm, yes the hope in christ is what is going to pull him out of his loss of equilibrium mm. the hope in christ so here's what i want you to learn people of god the hope in christ cannot just be a theology the hope in christ is not just what your mama taught you in in the sunday school days your hope in christ has to be something more than a belief amen it has to be a tangible experience mm. it has hey. to be something yes. that you can mm-hmm. touch it it has to be something that is real enough so that it can pull you out of where you are lost right now yes so here is apostle paul saying look he's a man who talks about hope in christ right now his belief about the hope in christ is not just a theology mm-hmm. it is not just a theory it is not just a feeling it is not just a denominational teaching amen he is now experiencing the hope in christ through a being yes that is sent to him the problem that we are having as christians is that we have a lot of theory but we have no practice so when the wind comes we are easily blown off mm-hmm. yes because we have a lot of theory but no reality wow so when i say that you need three things to to succeed in life and i'm telling you about equilibrium and i'm talking about that focus of your destiny and i'm talking about hope in christ i'm not talking about having a good theological foundation because when of god what satan is unleashing on earth if theory is all what you have mm. i'm telling you i'm afraid for the church today when i when i see believers when i weigh believers and i'm seeing how small issues can cause a believer to be scattered a small issue can cause them to lose heart <laughs> then i'm thinking man is the church really ready for the antichrist to manifest is wow. the church ready for the end time persecution mm. is the church you really think that you are being discouraged with small things and then the real persecution can come and your spirit is going to stand. No. This is why God is strengthening your faith now. Amen. This is why you have to strengthen your boundaries now. This is why you need to learn to say no now. Mm. This is why you have to learn to flee now. 
This is why you have to be learned, learned to be rooted now. Amen. If Satan can scatter you now, we are not ready for what the enemy is going to unleash in the midnight hour. For this is the midnight hour. It is by grace, the church, that is resisting the Antichrist, that's stopping him. But we have to be clear that now is a season that we strengthen our faith. Amen. So faith does not necessarily mean it is theory. Getting the theology right is important. Mm -hmm. Okay? Getting your, your understanding about faith is important. But practice is more important than theory. Yes. By theory, many of us, we've got it right. Mm -hmm. Yes. By theory, we love the Lord. By theory, but the smallest wind come, we are, we have been moved. Mm -hmm. We are found discouraged for weeks. We lose our equilibrium for weeks. If the word is coming to you, it is not to discourage you, but it is to bring you a reminder where the voice of God is asking, Elijah, what are you doing here? Yes. <laughs> what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. What are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. So one more time, just laying a foundation for what is coming. Thank you. Your spiritual eyes, in order for it to open to the things of God, in order for your spiritual senses to open, to hear the things of the Spirit, it has to now detune from the things of the natural. Yes. You detuning from the natural, you learning to be rooted mm. when your soul is under attack. Yes. You learning equilibrium yeah. is what will then help you manifest the hope in Christ. Now, this is where I want to double down. This mm. is where I want to be stern. And I want to tell you, child of God, what we are talking is not theory. What we are talking is practice. We don't want to be a church that is so much focused about teaching mm -hmm. so many things. But when that hope is tested, yes. we are found fallen. No. So now we need to we have to understand how can we translate the theory of hope in Christ into practice. Yes. That is where Paul is right now. That is what this teaching is helping you do. You have to come to a place where your soul ceases to fight. And now your spirit is paying attention to God. Amen. So the manifestation of hope in Christ manifested as an angel that would come to talk to him. Come on. Amen. Okay? Yes. Now imagine Apostle Paul saying, whoa, 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 who, guy, I don't know who you are. Mm. My hope is in Christ. Imagine Apostle Paul saying, I'm not, I'm not this guy who is looking for an angel. I'm, I directly want to go to Jesus. Yes. That is ignorance. Mm. 
I can even say that is foolishness. Mm. Because you have to learn to translate the language of God. I said oh. that something about. Yes. You have to learn for your spiritual senses to understand the manner in which God is speaking. Amen. So God is saying, okay, you have put my your hope in Christ. You have put your hope in me. And the Lord is now saying, okay, the way I'm going to manifest that hope is through your spiritual capacity. Wow. To in order to able to see an angel that is sent and hear an angel that is speaking. So again, one more time from last week, he was sitting with the prisoners. He was sitting in the same ship, yet nobody else saw it. Mm -hmm. And he sees something, what nobody can see. He hears something, what nobody can hear. Why? He has now developed his spiritual senses mm. to that place. When help was sent, he was able to see it. When help was speaking, he was able to hear it. For some people, the help that God is sending is through a man of God right now, this morning, coming to you. Amen. Are you able to hear mm -hmm. God through that man? Or have you already discounted him by saying, I am waiting on the Lord Jesus. And yet, the Lord Jesus sent you somebody. Amen. And yet, you're waiting on the Lord Jesus. Some people lose precious time because they could not recognize the help that God sent to them. And they're still waiting on Jesus. They're still saying, oh, Jesus is the one who, who, who will help me. Yes, Paul, that hope in Christ, he sent you an angel. He sent you a messenger. Weigh your senses sharp enough to pick it up. Yes. Did you hear the word that was being spoken this week and yet you are here waiting for God to speak again about your situation and yet God has already spoken. Before a child of God can ask God for another word, they must first learn to hear the word that God has already spoken. Amen. This week, before you can say, God help me, are you able to look at the help God is sending to you right now? And he see and hear God through that word that is coming to your situation right now. Mm. Developing that senses. I believe that it has begun. I believe that God is pushing us to a different direction from this morning. Amen. I believe that God willing, He will give us grace to expound the things that He has been showing me. And I believe that people of God will be ready for it. We'll be coming back soon. We'll be coming back to say, I want to see and I want to hear as Apostle Paul did. We'll now begin to look into the senses of your spirit. In the last two weeks, we looked at the senses in the natural. Yes. 
Now we're going to shift our focus to our senses and the spiritual. Amen. How are we going to train our eyes and ears in the spirit realm mm. to be able to tap into the things of God? Mm. Now, obviously, it is not a topic that I would be comfortable teaching in in public. Um, the Bible is clear how Jesus taught all things to his disciples in private. Mm. But because of the context that we are in, I will do my level best to share certain things, certain experiences um, next week. Thank you. That I'm hoping by the level of your hunger that that part of you will begin to open up and begin to see heaven. But so much has happened in the spirit realm last night. I had an encounter. Certain things happened. And right after that encounter, I saw a demonic stronghold just fall down, come crashing down. Mm. And that entire structure crashed into pieces. To be honest, I was startled because I had not rebuked it. I had not bound it. I had not fought against it. I was just watching it. And then I understood. When this angel of the Lord appeared to Paul, that appearance itself is a message in itself mm -hmm. that certain principalities that wanted to kill you in the middle of this ocean has lost and, and as a sign of that he's appearing to you you see that in the book of Daniel, where when the angel appeared, he's saying that your prayer was answered on day one, but they were, they were principalities that were stopping me from manifesting to you. But from day one, your prayer was answered. But the angel appeared to him only after the end of that fast. So if you see an a manifestation of your hope in Christ. It is not because the breakthrough is coming. It is because the breakthrough has already happened. That should excite you because if the word is coming to you right now, that is because your breakthrough is already wrapped inside the word. So it is not that the angel came and then things got solved and then everything worked for good. No, 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 no. It means that by the time the angel appeared to Apostle Paul, yes, that means already principalities that was fighting the ship from moving forward was already fallen flat. 
there was no more need for him to do another 14 days fast to get this victory. That manifestation of that voice of God, that word of God, that particular word of God, yes, was a sign that certain breakthroughs was already done. So can I talk to the people of God this morning and say that this morning, as the word is reaching you, it is also a sign that certain principalities that have been fighting you for a long time has already come crashing down. It's already come crashing down. Yes, 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 yes. For those who don't have faith in what I say, mm. I repeat that from the Lord. Certain things that have been stopping you in this assignment, mm -hmm. certain principalities that have been stopping you from moving forward has already come crashing down in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, it is the duty of Apostle Paul that he strengthens his body. So he gets up and says, we have to eat, we have to strengthen our body, we have to get ready. Mm. For whatever the Lord wants to do in the spirit realm, your mind has to be healed. Mm. You have to forgive whom you need to forgive. You have to get over every lie. You have to get out of the spirit of offense. You have to fix your equilibrium. Yes. You have to fix those areas of your soul, that stubbornness, the areas that you need humility, your, your soul must humble so that you are ready to receive the breakthrough that is happening in the spirit realm. Amen. This morning, knowingly or unknowingly, you have been ushered into a spiritual dimension where Apostle Paul stood, where he began to receive information from a higher place. I've said this before. It's not just about listening to a word, but your capacity to listen to the spirit of the word. That means that I can read a story in the Bible and come away with knowledge or you can be carried into that dimension mm. that is in the word. You can be carried to that ship. <laughs> you can be carried to that place where there was an angelic encounter you can be carried into that frequency where Paul saw and heard. Such is a grace that has been imparted to you this morning or this evening or whichever time zone you are in. But my concern is, are you able to tell? My concern is, are you able to silence your soul in order to walk 
into clouds that you have not walked in. In order to hear what you've not heard before. Are you able to disconnect from whom you need to disconnect? Where Jacob was all by himself at the river, where an angel of the Lord appeared to him. Can you come to a place where your trust in Jesus is so rooted that no more now you're dependent on friends to carry you forward, family to carry you forward, but you've developed the art of hearing the voice, developing the heart of leaning on Jesus, developing the heart of disconnecting the soul and the spirit. So now you are able to be led on a different frequency. Oh, so good. Oh, I pray that God would reveal that to you. Oh, from today, let it be a birthing of opening up your spiritual senses. Because child of God, the potential will become endless. The breakthroughs will become endless. The spirit realm is so vast. Dimensions are multifaceted and that is your portion that belongs to you. What your spirit longs for desires for, pursues, is what becomes yours. I hope this word has caused a new hunger to be birthed in your spirit. Let it begin a new journey in your life. And in the name of Jesus, I welcome you into that journey where the hope of Christ is made tangible. I look forward to seeing you next week. God bless.